from MVB Think Radio, this is Next Stop Mississippi. I'm Michelle McAdoo sitting in for Mary Margaret Miller, joined today by Kamel King. And as we do every Friday, we'll be traveling across the state, letting you know about people, places, and events that make Mississippi a great place to live. Today, we'll start this road trip off in Natchez for the 18th annual Natchez Food and Wine Fest. Then we'll head over to Hattiesburg for their downtown Summer Tunes concert. And, of course, we can't forget about Mississippi's giant house party, the Neshoba County Fair. Then we'll end the show and speak with Jackson's own Ison Harris. He's the director of the City of Jackson's Parks and Recreation Department. So don't go far because we're going on a Mississippi ride here on Next Stop Mississippi. You're listening to Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. This is Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. I'm Michelle McAdoo sitting in for Mary Margaret Miller today, joined by Kamel King. Good morning, Kamel. Good morning, good morning, my favorite hour of the week. I know, and it's again, it's weird to be on this side of the glass. Well, it's so good to have you. It is, it is. You know, it's funny, <laughs> when you produce a show and then all of a sudden you're hosting it as well, it's different. In your words, yeah. so, you know, it's nothing wrong. Well, you're a perfectionist <laughs> on every level. so I you, think so, to, uh, 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 to uh, a good extent and a bad extent, <laughs> right, that, you know. Right. So how was your weekend? I know we don't see you, but once a week, so. Oh, the week has been great. Um, you know, over at Visit Mississippi, we're now just planning all of the great festivals and events that we're uh, going to get behind and going to attend. So we've been talking to... Uh, festivals in Louisiana and South by Southwest and Chicago Blues Festival and Atlanta Food and Wine. So it's just kind of planning what our year is going to look like to uh, push the brand and initiative of uh, Mississippi and get people to come visit us. Wow. So you travel a lot and do a lot of uh, great things through the state of Mississippi, don't you? A lot of festivals. Oh, yeah. So blessed to be a part of Visit Mississippi. We're a big family over there and we all are so passionate about the state and getting out and going out to bring the word of Mississippi to the people and bringing them back. And of course, that's what Next Stop Mississippi is all about. Letting exactly. you know where you can go, where you can talk to people, places, fun things to do right here in your own state where you don't have to even go out of the state of Mississippi to have a great staycation. Staycation. Staycation I'm right you. here in the state of Mississippi. Mm-hmm. And speaking of festivals, this is uh, the end of July. I don't know the summer's wrapping up for the kids, almost back to school time. Yeah. But it's so many festivals going on in and around the state of Mississippi. In August, we ramp up with a lot of more festivals they actually don't ever stop right the fall festivals from the spring to summer to fall to even winter yeah and speaking of festivals of course we have the 18th annual natchez food and wine fest they are excited i'm excited and i know this is one of natchez's biggest festivals and we have the pleasure of speaking with renee adams this morning good morning Renee. renee Hey, Camille, how are y'all? Hey, Renee. Doing? Hi, Renee. This is Michelle. Mary Margaret actually is out today. So this is Michelle and Camille. Hey, Michelle. How, I you, thought I said so. okay. how you doing? That's great. Renee, I'm reaching through the, the phone lines and giving you a big old hug like we do when we see <laughs> each other. I feel it, baby. <laughs> <laughs> well, Renee, I know this is a very, very busy time for you, especially today. It is. We're one week out. We're one week out, and um, we're gearing up for a great festival this year. We've got people from coming from great chefs from uh, Tennessee, 
uh, Mississippi and the Louisiana areas, and we're just looking for a great weekend. So this is the 18th um, year you guys have been doing this, correct? Yes, it is. It's hard to believe. So tell us, I know you have a little, you have history here. How did it first begin? And uh, let's talk about the last 18 years, how it's grown and gotten bigger and bigger. Well, the, the, you know, it all started, the whole promotion was to bring people to Natchez at a slow, what was normally a slow time of year. And um, we started building on that from the very first years when they brought it to the Natchez Yellow Hotel. Uh, the original festival had a little small vineyard named um, Mr. Mandavi who came to Natchez and um, Julia Childs. They were just a few that kicked off the original years. And then Lynn Fortenberry, who works at Dunley's Plantation, um, started working on the committee with us. And because of the connections at Dunley's Historic Inn uh, with guest chefs, we start saying, you need to come to the Natural Food and Wine Fest. Well, that rapidly grew. And the next thing you know, we went from about 10 um, chefs at, at our tastings of Natchez to over 25. And mm. Lynn Fortenberry has just gotten together some unbelievable um, chefs that come in. The Walkers group out of Jackson is very supportive. Um, Alex Eaton has always been supportive, but they're opening up a brand new restaurant in August, so this is the first year we hadn't had Alex with us. But um, we've got Karen Carrier from the Beauty Shop up in Memphis. Um, we've got uh, St. James Cheese Company um, out of New Orleans. Just all, lots of unbelievable people. We're looking forward to the Neon Pig coming back out of Tupelo. And then we have a lot of local people that do it. We've got a lot of new people coming this year. But the biggest thing is we have over five different wine brokers and distilleries from all over the state of Mississippi that will just be showcasing some of the top wines of Mississippi. Oh, wow. Man. Now, Renee, uh, you know, talking about the Natchez uh, Food and Wine Festival, let's also talk about you because, I mean, you're a young matriarch of uh, Natchez and you do a lot of things there, you know, and, I mean, you have, I mean, deeply been involved in the community. Of course, you're very involved with the Mississippi Blues Trail also. So kind of give us a little background on things that you've done and how you've gotten involved in Natchez. Well, um, I grew up in Natchez, and, you know, they, they, we have a very rich history through tourism. So when we were old enough to talk or do things, we received in some of the houses, and I have a wonderful love for people. I, I love meeting people, and I, I love my hometown, Natchez. I'm proud to be a Mississippian. And the thing is, is that most of all, when you love what you, what you, when you're passionate about where you live and, and who you're around, it, it, it just takes off. And I've been very fortunate to have been shaped some uh, some of the my mentors that have uh, helped put Natchez on the tourism map, and they share their love and heritage with me. And so um, I got involved with the Natchez Food and Wine Festival when I worked at the Natchez Convention and Visitors Bureau, and then it just evolved from there throughout my my um, career. And then I ended up partnering with my friend Michael Gore, and we have a restaurant on Main Street, Rolling River Bistro. Mm. So um, it just made sense to, you know, to keep keep pushing with it. Um, and, you know, I, I love, like I said, it, it all goes back to my hometown. So I love the, uh, to cater. I love my passion of the restaurant. And I love selling Mississippi to others uh, to come in. And I also I love what you said about staycation. You know, <laughs> yes. we, have so mm-hmm. much in, we have so much in Mississippi, and we don't even know what we have in our own backyard. Right. Right. And by working together and networking together, 
uh, it only makes Mississippi a better place. For, not you know when you go see what you got, then you get passionate. You tell other people about it. So not only is it something that's educational, but it also helps our economics. It does. So let's talk about the um, Natchez Food and Wine Fest for this year. Now, this year's theme is Tastings Along the Mississippi River. Each year, you guys have a different theme? Well, it, the, pretty, that's the name of that event every year, the Tastings Along the Mississippi okay. is that because we have chefs that come all along. You know, it's the river that ties us to Natchez. And so we just, you know, have people that come from New Orleans and different areas, so we did that. Um, basically, we let each chef come up with their own theme. And what it is is for the $70 ticket, you get all kinds of tastings. Uh, you get over 20 different chefs from around the region. And then you get all the wine, all the beer. And did I say beer? I forgot to mention that. We have <laughs> beers coming uh uh, this year, as well as the five different distributors. So you'll probably, in that one room, have over 50 different wines to sample, over 20 different beers to sample, and over 25 different foods to sample. Wow. Um, and, and you have, th- it's a three-day event. So if someone wanted... It's a three-day event. Right. We'll start off Friday, and then and, and, uh, Chris Gill and the Soul Shakers will start off right. All on right. Friday night. Saturday, we have a progressive lunch, which is sponsored by the Bed and Breakfast Association. Mm-hmm. Uh, the local bed and breakfast association in order to, it's a great way for you to go into houses that you wouldn't normally get to be seen. Um, So it's the smaller properties, Magnolia Cottage, the um, uh, Garden Song, and the Guest House. And um, they'll be preparing wonderful meals and Cathead Vodka is going to do a wonderful drink that goes Mm -hmm. with that. It's a self-guided thing. There are tickets available for that. Um, The only, um, we have Burgers, Blues, and Bocce, uh, that's available that evening at Bowie's. And then that afternoon, we have the wine and cheese at Dunleaf Historic Inn. Uh, we have tickets still available for those. Um, the Saturday night, uh, we have uh, the invitation to the Natchez table. There's only a few tickets left at Dunleaf. Uh, the Elms, which is uh, owned and operated by Esther Carpenter, has already sold out. But there are tickets available on Friday night. Um, and those evening dinners are perfect for the people that really want a fine gourmet meal mm-hmm. with wine pairings. And it's $125 a person, but you go into these beautiful historic mansions and you get this amazing meal put on by, you know, excellent chefs. And you were talking about they're selling out. That's what I was wondering when I first contacted you. What's the capacity of, of these buildings, like at uh, Doonleth um, and the Elms? Dunleith, you have only 60 mm-hmm. tickets available, so you 16. get a really well mm-hmm. one. And at the at same as the Elms. Oh. So it's, it's a very intimate setting uh, in a beautiful home. And um, so if you want tickets, we need to get those done. But we, we, you know, we, they, they, we do sell out the wine and cheese and usually the Friday night, but we do have tickets uh, still available. Um, mm-hmm. And then we wrap up at Rolling River Bistro with a wonderful brunch, uh, jazz brunch with local musicians, um, Fred Parker and um, Billy Kimbrell. And we just have a wonderful little feast. Champagne uh, is supplied to us by Gallo and Company, and um, it's just it's just just a it's a great event. It may be a little bit hot, but right now we got a cool little break, and it's it's good breezy. That is. Well, I tell you, there's so many things to choose from, but mm-hmm. I personally love a tastings. I mean, it is the perfect date night. It's the it perfect nice thing to do. Night. And I mean, you can literally, instead of going to some, you know, restaurant and picking mm-hmm. one entree, and I mean, you're going to end up with the same bill. Mm-hmm. You go to something like this and take 
take your lady, you know, and I mean, you can just eat and drink and everybody's in a great festive mood and you get so many different tastes. I mean, this is fantastic. Oh, it, it, it's wonderful. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's literally a great week. And we've made a lot of friends that keep coming every year. They come and they have so much fun. And now I've been talking to them for so many years. Uh, they feel like part of the family. And also, uh, I noticed that the Paranormal Tours at the Towers will be giving tours on Friday yes, night and Saturday. On, yes, ma'am. It's sold out on Saturday, and we only have Friday night available. Wow. Oh, wow. So it's nice. going to be a great Weekend filled with food and wine and friends. And beer. And beer. Don't forget the beer. (laughs) And gourmet chef food. Right. So, again, this is the 18th annual Natchez Food and Wine Festival. And we love talking to you, Renee. Thanks so much for coming on the show. Thank you so much for having me on the show. And we appreciate your support. And if I am available all weekend, um, my personal cell phone is 601-660-7300. Would love to help anyone with find out about accommodations, if they have questions, or they can visit the natchezfoodwinefest.com. But we just want everybody to come. Thank you awesome. so much. That's Thank great. you. We're going to take a quick break. But first, what famous writer was born near Natchez, Mississippi in now. 1908? Come on now. Y'all Do know you this. know, Kamel? Do you know? Yeah, yes. All right. Well, we'll find the answer out when we return. Plus, we'll welcome to the show Marlo Dorsey, Executive Director with Visit Hattiesburg, to talk about Hattiesburg Summer Tunes Concert Series. This is Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. MPB News is leading the way, covering stories that matter to Mississippians with five first-place awards from the Associated Press, including breaking news, radio achievement, and public affairs reporting. Your source for a deeper look at today's top story is MPB News. You're listening to Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. You're listening to Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. Michelle McAdoo sitting in for Mary Margaret Miller, joined today by Kamel King. And if you're just joining us, before the break, we spoke with Renee Adams about the 18th annual Natchez Food and Wine Fest. Now, before the break, we asked a good, good question. Let's mm-hmm. see if people uh, know the answer. Here's the question. What famous writer was born near Natchez, Mississippi in 19? 19- Oh, eight. I wish somebody would have called uh-huh. in. Well, this is just little tidbits about Mississippi that people may not know and want to know. The answer is Richard Wright. Richard yes, Wright. Yes, he's best known for his novel Native Son and Black Boy, which is an autobiography of his Mississippi childhood. All right. Well, now let's welcome our next guest to the show, Marlo Dorsey, Executive Director with Visit Hattiesburg. Good morning, Marlo. Good morning. How are you today? We're doing great. How are you doing? We are doing wonderful down here in the Hub City in Hattiesburg. Ah, the Hub City. Now, you know, I got to ask, so for people who are driving through Mississippi or don't know, and maybe for me, why do they call uh, this, uh, Hattiesburg the Hub City? Oh, 
well, you didn't know all roads lead to Hattiesburg. So uh, from decades and decades ago, just a great highway system and also the railroad. All, all different roads converged to come to Hattiesburg, which was the entertainment and food mecca of South Mississippi. Now, Marlo, you're such a great representative of Hattiesburg, and you do so much. Uh, start off by telling us exactly what the Downtown Summer Tune Summer Series is about. I'm happy to do that, Camille. Thank you so much. So Hattiesburg's known as a, a live music destination, and we have beautiful green spaces in downtown Hattiesburg. You know, who doesn't love a beautiful, outdoor, lush landscape where you can just sit in a park with your lawn chairs, surrounded by friends, old and new, visitors and locals, and just listen to great bands of all different types um, and just, just enjoy the beautiful outdoors. Right. So what are some activities that are available? Because um, actually you guys have been doing this since June, I believe, or May. When did this start? Yeah, so Town Square Park, mm-hmm. uh, located in downtown Hattiesburg, is a beautiful public park where we do outdoor concert series throughout the year. Mm. So uh, we do something called the Live at Five series, and it is every every spring and every fall. But during the summer, because of the amazing popularity of this concert series, we've added summer tunes. And so every Friday night, um, we've got a great variety of different musicians that come out and we open, we've got food vendors out there, we've got snow cones, we've got drinks for people, um, you know, adult beverages and whatnot, and it's free. So if people want to bring their coolers and they want to bring a picnic on their own, or if they just want to get off work and head on downtown, then we've got great food and drinks for them to be able to enjoy too. So this free concert series has truly taken off the last couple of years in Hattiesburg. So on any given Friday night, you're going to see thousands of people downtown in this beautiful, lush green space just enjoying live music. Wow. And so who do you have performing tomorrow? It's the Salsa Band, isn't it? <laughs> the Salsa Band. So we all know that variety is the spice of life. That's anytime, right. Um, anytime we put together these types of series, we try to provide a great variety of music. Mm-hmm. So Salsero Del Sur is Mississippi's hottest salsa band and they are going to be playing uh this friday so we're so excited so y'all come on down and get your salsa on with us right how long has this event been happening in hattiesburg marlo Uh, it's been going on for the last several years uh the last five or six years it's really come alive and you know we're a college town we are home to two universities and i'll tell you you know the fun does not stop um when college is not in session in fall and spring So Mississippi um, is certainly um, known for its music. It's the birthplace of America's music. And Hattiesburg is just, it really showcases all the wonderful varieties of music that we have. And just because a lot of students aren't here during the summer doesn't mean um, our our great locals and all the visitors that come in can enjoy the fantastic music that we're known for. You're right. So how important is, uh, are these community-based events for your city? I'm sure they're very important, though. Well, it's just tremendously important because, you know, Mississippi has a great story to tell, and who better than to tell Mississippi's story than the the creative economy that exudes Mississippi? And so when you look at all the talent that we have musically and just the voices and all the different instruments and all the genres of music that we have, this platform in our our Live at Five and Summer Tune series really gives us a way 
to be able to promote all the great musicians that are in Mississippi, you know, and you see friends and neighbors out there, but I'll tell you what, you look in the parking lot, you're going to see license plates from surrounding states because right. people want to come in and they want to experience something authentic. They want to taste great food, they want to drink great drinks, and they want to visit with great people while they're listening to great music. Well, there's so much energy in Hattiesburg and with the influx of young people and millennials and, <laughs> you know, and all those types and, and such a good mix. Uh, you guys are always having outside events and, and things like that going on. So when Summer Tunes ends next month, what else uh, will Hattiesburg have planned for the fall? Well, I'm so glad you asked. So uh, coming up, we have several great concerts that'll be at the Sanger. So we do a lot. We do a great combination of both indoor and outdoor events. So on August 17th, we're actually in cooperation with Ardenland. We are going to be presenting Jillian Welch. And her Soul Journey album is uh, coming out on August the 10th. She's a fantastic Americana musician. And we will have her uh, August 17th at 8 p.m. at the Sanger. So, you know, that facility holds about 1,000 people. We still have a few seats left, um, but it is really, uh, it's really ramping up to be a great night for it. We'll kick off a, an additional outdoor music series with our Live at Five concert series, too. So it's a great place to check us out at visithberg.org. We've got all the details there. And look, we're a great weekend getaway. So one, mm-hmm. two, three nights, come on down. Great <laughs> girlfriends getaway. You want to try out all the new fantastic food that we've got at Midtown. New hotels opening. Robert St. John's just opened two new places in Midtown. So Hattiesburg is certainly hopping, and we can personally attest to that. Well, Marlo, as the producer of this show, believe it or not, you guys will be the next city we're featuring in our Mississippi, Best of Mississippi City series. So in August, Hattiesburg is the city that I'm featuring. And you actually ba- nice. basically just said the things that we're going to showcase about Hattiesburg, unique lodging, unique foods, uh, your uh, nightlife events. Uh, you guys have plenty of things to do. Mm-hmm. And that's what we're going to showcase when we feature Hattiesburg in our Best of Mississippi City series. That's right. And if you guys listen, every month we showcase a different city in the state of Mississippi, like a Again, you do not have to leave the state to have a great Mm -hmm. vacation here in Mississippi. Again, uh, Marlo, can you give everyone the website or the phone number to find out more information about Hattiesburg? I absolutely can. So if you go to visithberg.org or you visit our Facebook page um, at Visit Hattiesburg, it is just chock full of all the details that uh, visitors and locals need to, to really just fill their days or their weekend with a lot of fun. So look, when we're talking next month in August, you guys better come hungry because I tell you what, there's a lot of great things uh, that we can do and share with you guys here in Hattiesburg. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, thank you again for sharing Thanks, your morning with us and letting us know about the summer what is it? It's called the Downtown Summer Tombs Concert Series. It's happening actually tonight. Uh, well, tomorrow uh, on from 7 to 10. Nice. Tonight, 7 to 10. Friday night, 7 to 10 tonight in Hattiesburg. Go ahead and uh, get your salsa on. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to take another quick break. But when we get back, we'll speak with Twyla Lover about Mississippi's giant house party. But first... Can you guess what is the second largest city in Mississippi? What city is the second largest city in Mississippi? Big hint. Think you know the answer? Well, stay tuned for the answer and more when we return. This is Next Stop Mississippi, only on MPB Think Radio. 
If you miss anything on MPB Think Radio, you can always stay up to date by logging on to our website at mpbonline.org or use your mobile device and download our MPB public media app. This is MPB Think Radio, where Mississippi is our mission. Are you looking for something fun to do this summer? You should check out the MPB events calendar. It has tons of great events. We're talking water slides, kids activities, and even some summer night concerts that are just awesome. If you want to find something nearby or far away, check it out because we have activities across the whole state. If you want a date night or a play day, we have that covered too. There's tons to do for any age, anywhere, anytime. And it's all online at mpbonline.org. You're listening to Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. This is Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. I'm Michelle McAdoo sitting in for Mary Margaret Miller today, joined by Kamel King. Hey, Kamel. Hey, still (laughs) here. We've had a great show. We've talked to, uh, we've actually been to Hattiesburg. Yes. We've been to Natchez. Right. We've been all over talking about foods and wines and salsa. Mm -hmm. I'm excited. I'm excited. Now, just before the break, I asked a question. Do you know what the second largest city in Mississippi is? Who did we just talk to? Exactly. It's Hattiesburg. Hattiesburg is the second largest city in Mississippi. And if you listen to uh, my breaks every night, Monday through Friday from 8 to 10, I give Mississippi facts throughout those breaks at 38 after. And uh, nice. so if you want to know what the largest city in Mississippi is, listen to 1A or On Point every night, Monday through Friday. Right. Just a little plug. Just a little plug. All right. Now we're going to head on over to Philadelphia, Mississippi, and welcome Twyla Lover with the Community Development Partnership to talk about what other than County Fair, Mississippi's giant house party. Good morning, Twyla. Good morning. How are y'all today? Doing fine. Doing fine. How's it going? We're going good. Going good. We're we're getting kicked off in the Shelby County Fair. There's a lot going on in Philadelphia. I'm sure. I'm sure. And like I said, I'm glad you had a little time to talk to us because I know you're really, really busy right now. Yes, it is. It is a busy time for us. It's a lot of preparation that goes into it. And then, of course, uh, during that week, there's so many activities. So, yes, it is a busy time for us here. Now, Twyla, this is a very a mainstay in the Shelby County. This fair has been going on for a long time. So rewind time a little bit and kind of give us a bit of background on how it got started and uh, understand that it changed names. You know, tell mm-hmm. us about it. Yes, this is actually the 129th year of it. Wow. Um, and it was it was originally organized as kind of a um, a picnic in the cold water community, and actually the fair itself was organized in 1891. And so, like I said, this is the 129th year. Um, it's the largest, it's the oldest campground fair um, in the United States. And um, so over 600 cabins, there's about 600 camper spots, so just thousands and thousands of people mm. descend upon the fairgrounds each year. And um, it is just a mainstay, uh, really, in Mississippi and really in the United States. It's, it's it is really something to see and experience if you've never been. Wow. So how did it get its name, Mississippi's Giant House Party? <laughs> well, I think that really um, kind of stems from all the cabins there and the fact that it's kind of a way of, of generations coming back home. And, and like I said, people moving out there. And so it just kind of, that name kind of stuck. And it really does kind of emphasize what it is. It is kind of one big party. <laughs> wow. Now, you mentioned um, activities. There are so many activities. And this um, fair is, starts July 27th, and it runs through August 3rd. So you have a long span, but you have something filled every day from morning till night. Now, something that really stood out for me was the pretty 
cow contest. <laughs> Pretty cow contest. Mm-hmm. Explain that. That is hilarious. I, I bet it's very exciting to see. Yeah, it is. It's, it's, it is a um, it's a great contest, and it's just one of the many many events that we have all throughout the week. And, and as I said, not only that, you have youth talent contests, the kids' clothesline art program. We have carnival rides, a pony pool, which is always an exciting event. And, of course, don't forget about the political speaking. That's also one of the main main draws of the fair. And speaking of the political um, um, aspect of the fair, that's how uh-huh. it got started. The governor back long, when it first, in 1889, or like you said, 91, one uh-huh. of the... Um, um, the governor came to speak and then just set the president's then. So this is a, a election year. So a lot of people are going to be speaking uh, to this time this year. Uh, who do you have in your lineup to come in to speak? A lot um, of different yes, people. That is, that is correct. We have political speaking is probably one of the biggest draws of um, of the fair itself, and we have um, so many. Um, people that, that are lined up to speak, such as Michael Ted Evans, Michael Guest, of course, Jim Hood will be speaking, Greg Harper, Tate Reeves. Um, and so the list just goes on mm-hmm. and on. And, of course, the governor himself speaks. And really, um, the political speaking is one of the main things that draws a crowd, I think, in the Shelby County Fair. Wow. It's a, a chance to hear those candidates, what their views are, what they believe. And, um, of course, last year was a big year. We had Donald Trump Jr. here um, on behalf of his father, Donald Trump. So um, each year the political speaking is, is a big draw for the Shelby County Fair. Now, I mean, you guys have had uh, President Ronald Reagan. You've had Jack Kemp and John Correct. Glenn. What do you think it is about this fair, uh, you know, that has drawn so 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 many political figures who have wanted to attend? Um, well, really, I, I think the diversity of the crowd. I think that you reach so many people because – um, really, with with the cabin atmosphere, you know, oftentimes generations come back to visit family that week. You reach so many people, mm-hmm. and I think just get getting to experience the fair itself. There's nowhere else like it, and so candidates really see it as something that they really need to, if they have an opportunity to take part in that, and uh, and really to kind of get on that list of being one of those people that that did have an opportunity to speak at the Shelby County Fair. Right, and not only mm-hmm. political uh, figures are there, but you have the greatest musical lineup this year. You have a great musical lineup. You, how do you guys? choose is it a committee that chooses who's going to come because you have some great uh, groups performing this year it is we have a um an actually in the Shelby county fair association that they have a board that governs the fair itself and of course each each of those members serve on different subcommittees such as the entertainment committee such as sponsorships um of course there's a committee for the arts and crafts festival which is a big draw on saturday morning so yes it's just divided into people that work on that and of course they work on it all year long um, and uh, so it, it's a lot of work and preparation that goes into that. And um, but the entertainment is something again that that is also known for, and so people do look forward to that. So this year you have um, Sister Hazel performing on July 31st, Corey Smith on the first, Chris Lane uh-huh. on August 2nd, and Granger Smith on August 3rd. That is correct. That mm-hmm. is neat. And something yeah, else I noticed nice. that was really neat was this: is a it's a children's concert. Concert, yeah, <laughs> on Founders Square. Yes, that will be held also, and and like I said, lots of kids were there. Of course, with all those cabins, so many of them go out there and stay, and and so um, we always have plenty of stuff for the kids to do, and so that's something else that that will be also. And also, don't forget on Monday night we have the Neshoba County Fair pageant, um, which is a a huge event. And so many people come out to that, and, and of course we have young ladies vying for that title. Right. And of course now, um, this is the second year that the winner of the Miss Neshoba County Fair pageant is actually. Um, 
can enter it and be in Miss Mississippi. So wow. it's a huge it's a huge event, um, and so we have we have plenty really for everyone. <laughs> and you also have uh, a petting zoo for the children and Correct. horse races. Your horse line, race, art line art contest. Yeah. But your yeah. horse races are big as well. They said that's a really mainstay that people come and do. They don't bet, do they? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the harness and running horse races, and that is something that um, that is also a big draw. It starts every day at two o'clock, and so it is um, it is a huge event, and uh, so 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 many people just have their their favorite things to do while at the fair, and for a lot of people, it is the races. Now, of course, what I'm interested in is the food. Right. What kind of food will you have out there? Really, any anything you would want. Um, just a, a huge variety of, of food vendors, and so. You can really find anything you would want there. Yeah. All right. So give um, people the website or the phone number that they can find out more information about the 129th annual. That's a long time. That's a lot of history. Neshoba County Fair. Okay. The website is going to be the NeshobaCountyFair.org. And if they need more information, of course, they can call us here at 601 656-1000. Six five six one thousand. And before we go, tell us how important this is to the uh, Philadelphia area because it's been going on so long. What does this bring economically to your um, area? Oh, it's, it's a it's a huge tourism event for us. Of course, we have actually this is our really month of fairs between this fair and the Choctaw Indian Fair. And so here, whenever people of course visit our town, it's a huge economic boost. Of course, they they shop locally, they buy gas, they shop in our our local stores, um, they stay in our hotels. So it's a huge boost economically for us. And um, we're we are fortunate to to have an event, of course, of this longevity that's a staple in in not only here but in the United States. And so we are. Um, we are very fortunate that we have this, which does bring a lot of tourism to our town. I was going to say that. I'm sure you have people from yeah. all over, not just the state yeah. of Mississippi, to come to right. this um, uh, Neshoba County Fair. That is correct. People from other states come. Um, most of the time we have people call and want to know when the fair is going to be the next year. They actually plan that far ahead to kind of book their calendar to know when they're going to take off and when they're going to be here. And so, yes, it's it's really a huge tourism draw for us, and um, it's it, it really brings a lot of revenue into our city, so we're thankful for that. And you talked about the uh, longevity of the fair. The homes, people, they've been in generations after generations. Mm-hmm. Uh, these little kids yeah. probably grew up going to the Neshoba County Fair. Their great, yeah. great, great grandparents owned that house, and it just goes down the generations, and they introduce every year to another generation of Neshoba County Fair fairgoers. Yeah, that's correct. Most of the time, the cabins were um, were started within the families, and they are passed down, you know, from children to grandchildren to great grandchildren. Um, oftentimes, if the, if if there's one um, maybe niece or nephew that doesn't come to the fairs, and then of course the other one does. So of course, sometimes they even fight over the cabins. But yes, yeah, it is it is something that is passed down, and so um, having a cabin out there for a lot of people is something that brings them great pride, and uh, and it's really where their family gathers once a year. Like so a, family really a family reunion. Okay, family yeah, reunion. Right. Yes, that's right. A lot of people, it's where they see their siblings and their cousins. Oftentimes they may not see all year, but they do see them one time a year. Right. And well, it's at the Neshoba County Fair. So. Well, thank you again, Twyla, for spending a little bit of time with us. I know you have to get back to pl- finish planning. And actually, tonight is the first night, isn't it? That is correct. The Midway will open at 5 o'clock. And, of course, um, tonight and tomorrow night will be the Harper Morgan Rodeo, which is always a, a good crowd drawer. People come out to see that. So, um, so yes, if y'all have time, come down to Philadelphia and join us at the Neshoba County Fair. All right. Well, we're going to go out with some Sister Hazel. They'll be performing, actually, on Tuesday, July 31st, if you would like to see them live at the 129th Neshoba Ooh. County 
fair. Now, we're going to take our final break for the day, but before we go, actually, Kamel, you actually already said this answer, but let's see if people were listening. Do you know what president spoke at the Neshoba County Fair as part of his 1980 presidential campaign? Come on, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Stay tuned for the answer. Plus, we'll welcome our last guest, Ison Harris, Director of Parks and Recreation with the City of Jackson. So don't go far. This is Next Stop Mississippi, only on MPB Think Radio. Deep South Dining is the show all about the culture of Southern flavor. From fried chicken and collard greens to shrimp and grits and a glass of sweet tea. Subscribe now to the podcast using any podcast app or download our MPB public media app. You're listening to Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. Listening to MPB Think Radio inside Next Stop Mississippi. I'm Michelle McAdoo sitting in for Mary Margaret Miller, joined today by Kamel King. How you doing, Kamel? I'm still here. You're still here. I'm still here. We've just we, we, we've just come from the Shelba County. I know, right? Oh my God! We made it back quick. We made it back real quick. Uh, now we're landing in Jackson, Mississippi. That's right. Now before the break, we asked what president spoke at the Neshoba County Fair in 1980 as a part of his presidential campaign. Does anyone know? Hmm. Drum roll. Mm, Ronald Reagan. I say I can't do the. I've never learned how to roll. Roll the R's. I, I didn't take Spanish. I was in APAC. Michelle McAdoo, you've been I, on the radio forever. Do, do it right do, do, now do, do, for our I listeners. I can't do it right now. I say I can't do it. Come on. Now he just put me on the job. He just put me on the spot. Now everyone in the world knows that Michelle. Java, how long has she been on radio, man? Oh, 15, 16, 20 years. Now if Cardi B rolling these R's oh, out here, my now you God. should roll your R's. Um, <laughs> I should drop the cool bomb right there. See, I don't even know how to do it. <laughs> Speaking of... <laughs> Uh, Cardi B, we're going to end our show in Jackson, Mississippi, in the capital city. I know. I know. know. Weird. I'm trying to figure that out myself. Y'all get it. Roll the R real quick. I know. See, I can't roll the R. (laughs) Let's see if our guest, Ison Harris, can roll his R's. Can you roll your R's? I I cannot. See, so we got two can and two. I don't feel as bad. Exactly. Thank you, team. No, no rolling R's over here. Ison. Yes, yes, yes. Well, Ison Harris. Exactly. I can't roll my R's. All right. Well, again, thank you uh, for coming in today. Thank you for having Ison. me. And um, you are the director of the City of Jackson's Parks and Recreation Department. Wow. At least that's what they tell that's me. That's what they tell you every day? <laughs> that's what they tell me. So you get up and go in someone's office and you hope, you know, it, it's still, am I still the director today? I do. <laughs> now, please tell us about that position and what it entails and just what Parks and Recreation does for the City of Jackson. Yeah. Uh, every 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 city's Parks and Recreation departments are a little different in Jackson. 
um, Parks and Recs includes parks, obviously, uh, all our community centers, golf courses. But Jackson has a more of a unique air opportunity where we actually we cover cemeteries, mm. we cover all the, we cut all the grass for the city of Jackson. So my my whole department, I have uh, my department set up in three different departments. We have athletics who do all the youth programs, all the adult programs, the softball leads, the kickball leads, and all that. And and then we have our programming department, which does the Movies in the Park series, they do uh, programming at our community centers, whether they're senior, pro- well, not necessarily the senior program, uh, just karate, different programs that we offer, all the garage sales that we do. Uh, it's just a variety of things that programming do. And then you have our park maintenance, which covers pretty much cutting wow. grass. And every park, every in, the park city. in the city. That's wow. Mm-hmm. So... Tell us a little bit about yourself. You are currently the director of the city of uh, the Parks and Recreation Department, but I did a little research on you, and you were with the Boys and Girls Club of America, well, of Jackson, yeah. of or Mississippi, was it? Yes, yeah. For over how many years? I, I actually, I am originally from Indianapolis, Indiana. Okay. And so I was born there, and as a kid, I, I belonged to uh, Boys and Girls Club there. Mm. and uh, played sports. And then uh, I ended up moving to Mississippi my 10th grade year and uh, graduated from South Pike High School down in Pike County. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, go Eagles. And uh, <laughs> and then went to Mississippi College, married a Jackson girl. Okay. Moved back to uh, Indianapolis, and I was working as a stockbroker. But I went to back to volunteers, my boys and girls club. Uh, uh, my director was like, hey, I'm going to retire soon. And I worked like a really odd shift, like three days a week, twelve hours a day. And uh, so the the four other day, the other days I had, I I volunteered at my club. I called it my club. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then um, he he retired, and uh, they offered me the job, and I left being a stockbroker, and I, wow. I became a boys and girls club director. Now, what was that transition exactly. like? It was great. It was great because a, a lot of times, uh, you know, when you take jobs it was really for money and, mm-hmm. and and that type of thing but this was more of what i felt like my calling was that's uh this is what god wanted me to do mm. and so when i came back to my club i was actually there for 10 years it was really difficult leaving but i got a call from the oprah winfrey foundation uh to come to Kosciuszko, mississippi mm-hmm. to run that club and i went to Kosciuszko for about three and a half years mm. and then i left and went to Alexandria for about two and a half years. Then I finished here in Jackson. And then uh, then the opportunity with the city came available. Now, uh, you talk about uh, that transition. You actually, like you said, you were working because it was a passion of yours. Uh, coming together, being the vice, you ended as the vice president with the Boys and Girls Club of Mississippi, correct? Right, of Central Mississippi. Central Mississippi. Mm-hmm. And that was a big, uh, large community. I mean, you had a lot of oh, yeah. events yeah. to plan and things like that. So going into this position with the city of Jackson, it wasn't too far from what you were doing, correct? It, it wasn't. It wasn't. The the only uh, thing, uh, we, we obviously in the city, you have I have more employees and more uh, managers and that type of thing. However, but I was just basically preparing myself for mm-hmm. this position. Mm-hmm. But uh, the uh, transition... The one thing about boys and girls clubs is boys and girls clubs, and then a lot of people don't really. We try to support the parents as much mm-hmm. as possible. Mm-hmm. And if you think about it, those are the citizens of the Jackson. That's right. And that's who I was working with mm-hmm. there. And so my transition was a little more simpler. Uh, the idea, the the cool part about it is, you know, all these years of kind of 
special events planning and doing all these different things that when I came into this position, it was kind of bland, you know, hey, we're just cutting grass. We're just mm-hmm. we're just going to open up the gym for karate mm-hmm. in here. And I was like, well, you know, let's do some more creative stuff. And so uh, with that background I had, it actually helped me when we moved into here. And so that way I could kind of kind of spruce up and jazz up the stuff that we're doing now. And I, mean, I found, obviously. yeah, I, and I, that's what uh, actually Camille and I were talking about. I noticed, without even noting, no, knowing you or talking to you, I noticed the change in the city of Jackson. I said, someone is, has implemented some initiatives that Jackson hasn't done before. So let's talk about a few of those with the movies in the park. We're going to talk about the Jackson Soulful Music Concert Series, um, Blues in the Park, and the Gospel Explosion. So let's start with the movies in the park. Uh Tell us yeah, about that. The, the movies in park concept is it's kind of an old drive-in mm-hmm. feel. Mm-hmm. I don't know if y'all have ever been to the drive-in. That yeah. was like, for me, the summers going to the drive-in was like the greatest thing that could ever happen. Yeah. Uh, and so what we were trying to do is we, was trying to, we knew that we didn't have drive-in, so we were trying to create something. So we actually have a huge screen. Uh, I think it's 18 by 24. It's huge. Wow. And uh, we were able to uh, get the licensures for movies, and we were able to offer movies free. Mm-hmm. And uh, all you have to do is just come out, bring your chairs. Uh, there's vendors on site. Bring your bug spray because this is Mississippi. <laughs> there you go. And uh, come out and watch movies. And we, it's been really successful. I mean, we had Despicable Me. We've had The Wiz. Uh, the Wiz. You can't go wrong with The Wiz. And I just want to put a pin in that. When I saw that, you guys brought The Wiz and, and actually getting that movie to newer generations. Mm-hmm. A lot of young people don't even know that movie. They don't know that's Michael Jackson. When you exactly. tell them, you know that's Michael Jackson right there playing the sc- a scarecrow. They're like, what? Right. So right. bringing The Wiz to new generations, letting them, showing them that movie. It's a classic for me. I turn into a child and I sing every song. I dance around the house. Can you feel a brand new day? Every song, I know it by heart. So You can't win. Ease on down the road. Be a lion, which is my favorite. But I like that tonight you're um, showing Disney's The Princess and the Frog. Yes. And it's at yes. Westside Park. It's now, Westside tell Park. people where that park is. It's over, uh, If I guess they call it, uh, the ones in Jackson call it sub number two, but it's actually off Highway 80 on South, so uh, going towards Clinton, and so uh, right between the Clinton-Jackson line. And it's Westside Community Center, and it's a wonderful mm-hmm. place. And, and it's, we'll have a really good setup. And the community's embracing it. And what we did was we partnered with the community um, neighborhood associations. And so the neighborhood associations came in and helped us pick movies. They ha- they do pretty much the pre-shows for all the events. So all the yeah. stuff that's leading up mm-hmm. to the movie, the neighborhood associations have worked with us to do. Oh, that's so, awesome. So it's really just more of we're just partnering with the neighborhoods to bring something positive to the neighborhood. Nice. Now let's talk about the uh, Jackson Soulful Music Concerts and events. I mean, what a great advent to using these parks. Tell me how that came about. And are you the one that plans it and promotes it and puts it together? Do you have somebody to help you? How do you, how do you get – because You've had some big names. I mean, you had <laughs> Bobby, Campbell, Bobby, Bobby Rush, Ken Jones, Zach Harmon. Yes, I mean, you did. How did you put we had Zach right. Harmon on Eddie the show, right. didn't we? Yeah. Remember? Eddie Wright. Yeah. Eddie oh, Wright. my God. Yeah. How did you put that together, and who helped you kind of corral all that together? And what, great. At first, I got on my knees and prayed really hard, first of all. But then we, what we did was uh, I used to actually volunteer. Indianapolis used to do a summer celebration once a year. And they used to bring on these big names for just the weekend. And so I used to volunteer on that. So I had a little background there. Mm-hmm. And so when we decided to do it in Mississippi, everybody always would say, there's nothing going on in Jackson. 
So what we said was, let's not necessarily focus on a weekend. Let's focus on the so, whole series mm-hmm. of, of events. And so we kind of kind of start hashing it out. And then, so we had all these grand ideas. And then, so I had to go sell this to the council. Uh, obviously, when I sold it to the mayor, he was like, go let's for go it. for mm-hmm. it. And so, but I had to sell it to the council to get the money, obviously. And I sold it through the council. And then we had to reach out to promoters to help us. Right. And so we were lucky to find Hoyt Owens, who was a, Jack, a Mississippi native. Okay. And he was actually able, he actually has directed, uh, I mean, produced the Stellar Awards for many years. He does the McDonald's explosion that travels through here, the mm-hmm. gospel explosion. And so he helped us bring it on. And so uh, I just threw out a wish list of, of people who I could get. And uh, he he said okay. Let's, he said yeah, we could do that. And so mm. that's how we did it. And uh, and then so what we did was we said we wanted to kind of do a variety of music. We want to do blues because Mississippi is so right diverse diverse in music. So we want to do blues. We wanted to do uh, we we had some jazz this summer. We wanted to do uh, gospel. Mm-hmm. We want to do I'm an old school head, mm-hmm. so we want to do old school R and B. And speaking of old school, of course, coming up, let's talk about what the concert coming up before we have to get out of here. August third, Saturday, August third, Jackson's Old School Festival. Yeah, this is a big one. We're actually this when when uh, when we initially tried to do this, we asked for maize first of all, and everybody was like, "You can't get maize. Wow. There's just no <laughs> way you're gonna get maize." And so. Uh, to be honest with you, several of the local promoters kind of turned me down. It was really? like, well, you can't get maids. We're not going to do that. And they guided me somewhere else. And so I was talking to this guy, and we had another large act who uh, we were kind of going in negotiation about. And then he says, and then all of a sudden he says, so what about maids? And I said, I said, yes. What mm-hmm. about, like, I said, can we get them? And then he called them, and we had them in a day or so. So it's actually going to be uh, Maze featuring Frankie Bearbot. Wow. Lakeside, which is another wow, I love Lakeside, yes. powerhouse group. And then How- Howard Hewitt, who you yes, actually of be course. with Shalimar. I <laughs> love him. Can't miss can't, No. A little light skin love back I in know. the days. And you have our own uh, Rita and B. Rita B. She's going to uh, host the. Um, Rita Brent now. Mm, yes. Rita there Brent. You go. Yeah, Rita Brent. <laughs> Rita and you know, Brent. she used to work here. This, uh, okay. MPB. Okay. Uh, Sharita Brent here. Okay. We love her and uh, we're so proud of her. She's yes, going to be on the show. Who else is going to be on And we're also going to have uh, Keisha Pratt, who's actually yes. a Jackson native. Of course. So. And winner and, of the International Blues, Blues Challenge. Challenge. That's right. We love Keisha. She's one so of my Keisha's good friends, actually. And then we're actually going to have another local band, Six. So when they're actually going to perform. All right. so oh, yeah. excited Love those guys. And again, that's happening this Saturday. Well, no, August 3rd. So next, next Saturday. Saturday. And what time is that going to start? Six o'clock. Uh, All right. We do have tickets available. Uh, what website they can uh, they go to? They can come to, to uh, the city website mm-hmm. or they can reach us at 317. I'm sorry, 601. 960-0471. You almost put your cell phone out there, yeah. dog. So give that website again. That's the City of Jackson. City of Jackson website. Or they can reach us at Parks and Rec at 960-601-960-0471. All right. Well, if you didn't get that number, you can always listen on our website, our podcast, at mpbonline.org to get those numbers and those websites again. Again, we want to thank everyone for joining us today, and thank you for listening. Renee Adams with the 18th Annual Natchez Food and Wine Fest, Marlo Dorsey with Visit Hattiesburg, Twyla Lover with the 129th Neshoba County Fair, and of course, Mr. Eisen Harris, Director of City of Jackson Parks and Recreation Department. Again, if you missed any of the show or want to subscribe to our podcast, log on to mpbonline.org. For Kamel King, I'm Michelle McAdoo. Stay tuned for Southern Remedy for Women and join us next week as we take another amazing trip around Mississippi, only on MPB Think Radio.